All right, guys, so let's, let's get started. Father, we praise you and we honor you, and we thank you for the opportunity to come together and, and worship you in learning your word, your message. We ask for wisdom as we discussed your business, Lord. In your name, Lord, amen. Amen. All right, so we continue uh, building on the foundation. And we've gone through all of this, the Bible, the attributes of God, the person of Jesus Christ, the works of Christ, salvation, the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit, prayer and the believer, the church, fellowship and worship. And today, and maybe through next Sunday, we'll talk about spiritual gifts, and then we'll touch on evangelism and the believer. Um, so that's why I say that I will start and then Troy will take over. Because he's a gifted spiritually person. Sometimes. Yes. I'm not lying. We all have gifts. And we'll go on. Yeah. It comes out some sometimes. Exactly. 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 So, spiritual gifts. And the first thing that we have to do is define what spiritual gifts are, right? Yes. yes. There's. And I took the liberty to ask our friend Wayne Gruden for a definition. And in his book of Systematic Theology, he defines spiritual gift is the ability that is empowered by the Holy Spirit and is used in any ministry of the church. Empowered by the Holy Spirit and used in any ministry of the church. Yes. ¿Qué pasó? Ella necesita traducción. ¿Tú necesitas traducción? ¿No? De entender. Ok, me parece muy bien. Me parece muy bien. Good evening, everyone. So, that's how he defines it in page 1016 of chapter 52, Gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he says, these, holy, these spiritual gifts, and he categorized them in two categories, natural abilities and miraculous gifts. And we talk about natural abilities, those that come natural to all of us. And the miraculous does that could be defined as miracles. And we have to then define miracles, and we'll get to that later on. Any questions, anything you want to comment on that definition of spiritual gifts? Spiritual gifts are given by God to believers, empowered by the Holy Spirit, for the purpose of 
ministry in the church, of the church. And that's, that's of high importance. It's not for personal gain. It's for the work of Christ. It comes, the terms comes from two Greek works, and I'm reading from our, our text right here. Uh, charismata, or pneumatica, the root of charis, which means grace, and speaks of something undeserved or unearned. So, nothing to ask or add on that definition. We all agree with that definition. All good. Perfecto. Continue on. Now, who grants the spiritual gifts to whom and for what purpose? And we're going to go through all of this. So let's start. John, T.O. John, Acts 1.8, Miriam with a Y, 1 Corinthians 12.11, Tony, 1 Peter 4.10.11, Francesca, 1 Corinthians 1 7, Chastity, 1 Corinthians 13 10, Natalie, 1 Corinthians 12 4 and 7, and Danny, 1 Corinthians 14 12. Okay? I just make sure that this side is awake. Let me know when you're ready, John. Uh huh. Read it again. Read it again. Stop. You will receive power. And we define the gifts. You are empowered. You will receive power by? Continue on. No. Read it, read it again. Sorry. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit When the Holy Spirit comes. And you will be? My witnesses. Keep going. Everywhere you will be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be my witness everywhere. Congratulations, sir. And he's like, why? He's going to be a daddy again. That's why. We all get that, right? So the Holy Spirit it's right there. Miriam with a Y. So who is the source again? The Holy Spirit. Who apportions? What does apportion mean, Natalie? To assigns, right? To give parts, to give specifically your portion. You know, my house. We're six siblings, my mom, my dad, and my grandmother. So everything had to be apportioned. They're like, well, well, I don't have enough. Well, that's your portion. That's what you get. And we had to eat fast. And you got enough. And sometimes you complain, but you got more 
than you deserved. And that's the Holy Spirit. He apportions your, read it again, ma'am. Read it again, loud. One and the same Spirit. Keep going. To apportion to each one individually. So let's talk about that. Do, all, do we all get gifts? Yes. yes. Do we all have gifts? Yes. Why do I get yes for just a few from just a few of you? <laughs> yes. Yes, we all get gifts. We all have gifts. Yes, we do. And we are, we define that we are to use them for the ministry of the church. And I'm getting ahead of myself here, but why don't we use them? Don't answer. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get yours. It's coming. We all have gifts. Individually, it says right there, you have your portion. I don't know what my gift is. Yes, you do. You know what you're good at. You know what you like to do. And you can find out. Right? Yes, sir. Thank you. Next. Wow. That's a lot there, right? Let's unpack that. Read it again, Captain Tony. As each has received a gift. Okay. So as each have received a, their gifts. We just said, individually. Even Lewis has gifts. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yes, yes. If you want something done, you call Lewis. If you need help, the first one in your list is Lewis. Yes. If you know Lewis, yes, you do. Yes. Keep going, sir. Use it to serve one another. Use it to serve one another. Huh. It's just I don't like her or him. We're commanded. That's a commandment. It's not part of the ten. I don't have to do it. Hmm. You have a gift? Use it. Because the Holy Spirit, God, gave it to you for the ministry of the church. And we talked about who is the church? We be the church. Huh. You see how we're connecting all the rectangles? Keep going, Tony. As good stewards of God, varied grace. What does that mean? Troy, what do you think it means? Well, I don't know. You just, just say something. You didn't have the gift? 
You don't have the gift. Yes, sir. It's given by his all-encompassing grace. His huge grace. His varied grace. It's not limited. It's unlimited grace. That's what he means. And he continues to give. So we can all, with our varied grace, have varied gifts. So we can help varied people. I look here, and no one looks alike. And I look here, and even... Worse. <laughs> it's going to say worse, but you said it. But thank goodness. Thank God. Praise the Lord. What else? Amen. I was going there. Good stewards. And you know, we always talk about you need to be a good steward when we talk about finances. But we really have to talk about good stewardship in terms of resources. And resources includes the gifts given by the Lord, especially those gifts. Anything else? Next. I think it's Francesca. So you're not lacking in any gifts. Hmm, that's a weird one, right? Why did I include that one there? Anyone? Anyone? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to. Yeah. No, you're in the right track. Yes, sir. Yeah, I guess I didn't do a good job. I wanted to tie it to the previous one, the one another. You know, we all have that gift, and no one have, lacks the gift. So we can all, to your point, so we all have the gift. So we're all together in the church, serving the church with all our gifts. Make sense? Yes, sir. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. Of course, because the, the, the result, it's unity in the church. And that unity in the church, then it's doing the work of Christ. Make sense? But when we are, when we're not serving each other, when we're not using our gifts as given from his varied grace to serve one another, we're missing. We're not doing the work of grace. We're not doing the work that we're called to do. That's the point. Who has the next one? Right. And it's, it's to the point of all of that will drive us to when Christ comes. And we have all these gifts that are limited. But when Christ comes, we have the fullness of everything in Christ because the perfect will come. And we're going to talk about that even more. Next. What about that? What do you think it means? Let's talk about the 
gift of teaching. Hey, sir. Hey, ma'am. Welcome back. Good to see you. We all have the gift of teaching. Ask parents. Parents, we are called to teach our children. You are. It's biblical. But others are called to teach at a different level. What does that mean? It's called to teach. There you go. I, sorry, I'm. Others are called to teach. Others are called to be here. And you have what I think are levels of the gift. You agree? You disagree? Mm hmm. <laughs> says, says, yeah. And I think it happens, or it's happened to a lot of us. We've had some experience with that. Next, last. Uh huh. So, why? Why do we have those gifts and what do we need to do with them? For the edification. It's not for personal gain, it isn't. To equip the church to carry out its ministry until Christ returns and to give a foretaste of the age to come. That's the reason and the purpose of the gifts. To teach, administration, all those that we know. All right, so this is what I'd like to do, if I may. I want to list how many gifts, at least, at least, how many are named in the Bible? So, let's do this. Troy, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Deiron, 1 Corinthians 12, 8, 10. Mike, Ephesians 4, 17. Let's go on this side. Let's see. Robert. 1 Peter 4.11, Jared, Romans 12.6.8, and Astrid, 1 Corinthians 7.7. 7. Okay? Give me a sec while I get to my place here. Ready, Troy? Good, about time. Go. All right. So what we have there? Read it again. And slower now, sir. All right. Apostles. Go, go, go. Prophets. Mm-hmm. Teachers. Mm-hmm. Miracles. Mm. So he gave all of those there. So we have eight. Some of those could be offices. We have apostles. Prophecy, prophets, but their prophecy is a gift. Teaching, you agree, disagree? You all agree, perfect. Next, who's got next? All right, so we have some that he mentioned before. Read them again, sir, if you don't mind. 
a wisdom. So you have word of wisdom. I wrote word, word of knowledge. Faith. Healing. Healing, he already mentioned in miracles. Prophecy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so he has some repetition from the previous one. Okay, so we have 13 so far. Make sense? So I have 8, 9, 10, 11, 5 is right here, 4 is right here, 2 is right here, 8 is right here. Okay, make sense? We have 13 so far. Who's got Ephesians? Yeah. Distinguishing between spirits specifically. It could be. But it could be discernment, could be um, in terms of decisions also. Can we talk about levels? Ephesians. Maybe I wrote the wrong. Maybe I made the mistake. No, I, I, I wrote 17 and it's 11. My fault. Well, I'm going to make it fit. All right. <laughs> so let's start. Let's start in 11 and then you make it fit. Read, read 11. That was my fault. Uh huh. Yeah. So we have apostles, we have prophet. The new one will be evangelist and pastor, teacher. Okay, make sense? Next. Who's got next? Uh huh. That's an interesting one because Peter there, that one is the all encompassing. It's whomever has a gift. Whomever has, read it again, Robert, please. Whoever speaks, keep going. And whoever renders service. It's a general statement of a gift of service. General statement of general speaking. Make sense? Thanks. Romans. Mm -hmm. We have new ones there, right? He repeats prophecy, but he adds something to prophecy. You read it again, if you don't mind? In prophecy in proportion to our faith. That's an interesting one. We'll get to that. Keep going. Huh. You want to add something? Last one. Uh huh. What is he referring to there? Marriage and celibacy. That's what he's talking about there. Specifically as gifts. So we have 22. Or are we limited to 22? We're not. We are not. We have many gifts, many levels to serve God 
empowered by the Holy Spirit in the ministry of the church. Given to you individually. Now, and this is where I'm going to hand it to Troy. There's two views on spiritual gifts. And I could never say those words. Continuationism, meaning that they have continued and secessionism, secessionist, that some of them, especially those miraculous, are, were temporary and they have stopped. And they were only part of the apostolic era. I'm just making the point that there's in our Christian view, there's those two views, very separate views. And some people live in the middle. And some of our patron saints are on that side and some are on this side. But it doesn't matter. Unless, unless they're moving away from the gospel. Unless they're preaching something else. Unless they're moving you and they can't prove it. If you ask John Piper, he is somewhere here. He believes some of the, that the gifts have not ceased. They don't add to the canon, but the gifts have not ceased. If you, if you ask John MacArthur, he would say John Piper is very wrong. And it's very interesting to hear the conversations between the two. But the point is that the gifts are given by the Spirit. They're not used to manipulate people. They're not used to abuse people. They are to preach God, Christ, and for the ministry of the church. And we have to be very careful when someone comes and says, I have the gift of whatever. We have to test and retest. Yes, ma'am. Say again. For the service of the, that's not that's not a good gift, and by the way, let me read something that I was actually rereading this morning because I think it's very important. And I was sorry, I'm I had it here because I, I wanted to make a point that unbelievers have gifts, they do have gifts, and they are used to take advantage of people. And they used 
in the name of Christ. But Christ says, they will come and say, Lord, Lord. And the Lord said, what? Apart from me, I never knew you. It's not that I knew you and now I don't know you. It's that I never knew you. There was never a relationship with Christ. And that is the point, our relationship with Christ. You understand? And how we use our gifts, I'll be with you in a sec, to strengthen our relationship and our service to Christ. Because it is God in us, the Holy Spirit, strengthening, empowering us for service to God. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I can't find it. When you need something, you can't find it. I have so much information here just in case. I was reading it at Astrid. Read it to Astrid this morning. Anyhow, any questions? I just want to make a point that there's, there's, really there's, Two extremes, and there's some in the middle. And we have to. We have to be Bereans. We have to go and test, and we have to understand. But the Lord has given you gifts for his kingdom. Someone raise their hand. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, and it's uh, contributing. I had it there. There's many more. I'm, please, don't limit yourself to that. I'm just making the point that just in the Bible there was those, but there's many more. You know, um, and, and, and the levels, evangelism. Evangelism, there's people who are very good at, at going out and doing some street evangelism. And others that, that can't, can't do it, but they're great at, at, at just talking to their neighbor. And that's evangelism. So you, you understand? You see it? Anything else? No? So, I have three more right here. Um, let's, uh, let's finish with this. Sherry, would you mind reading Romans 12, 6, 8? I think we just read it, but read it again. Um, Christine, would you mind reading 1 Corinthians 13, 1, 7? And uh, we're going to uh, leave uh, 1 Corinthians 12 for next time. That's a long, and we'll finish spiritual gifts with the fruit of the Spirit next time. Start. Go. So, what is he saying there? Use your gifts. Where you can use them at the level that you can use them. Don't be shy. Mike is not shy. (laughs) At least the Mike I know. At least the Mike I've known for the last 14 years. 
I never met him before, so I don't know. But no, I'm shy. So use them. Yes. You can do it. You can do it. All right, let's get the other one. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Hmm. Who wants to take that one? What is love? And baby, don't hurt me. Doesn't make it. We're talking about the love of God. Are we all of that? Can we be all of that? We can't. Only in Christ, through Christ. Yes, ma'am. Amen. It's not ours. Nothing that we have, including gifts, belong to us. Let's leave you there. Anything else? Darren, would you close us in prayer, please? Amen. Thank you all. You're dismissed.